New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Rev Briz with you over here. Rev Z right here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. And we do this every Friday morning here on the New Thought Media Network. And we are so very, very grateful that you are with us today. Please feel free to chat along. Yell at us if you want. Share with your friends. Hit the like button or not. Whatever is appropriate. Whatever you feel like this morning, it's all good. Because we're here to have some fun and share with you a perspective on, well, some of the stuff we see going on in the world. So, uh, Z, how you been? Good week? Yeah, good week, good week. Uh, you know, just trying to uh, hold it in the road, as they say. Uh, you know, it, it it's hard to believe we've only been in this year for a month, and it already seems like a year almost. Um you know, it looks like just a week ago or so it was the new year, and now uh, next week is February. Yes, uh, I, I did that myself this morning. I woke. Wait, it's the twenty eighth. What's going on here? This is not right. It's, uh, but eh, I guess that is what it is. Good morning, Linda. Glad you're with us, dear one. Grateful to see you here on this uh, cold and snowy Colorado morning. We are live. We uh, Z and I are back in the uh, in the great state of Colorado, and uh, no more sunny sunshine for us as in the past week or so. We went from a nice week of sunshine to a nice week of cold and uh, gloomy around here. So, and it looks like it's going to get even colder on the East Coast, eh? Yes, I mean you know um, the weather patterns continue to say something. I'm not going to say what they say, but they show talking loud, uh, <laughs> you know, and um, I mean, this snow season so far on the East coast has been pretty brutal. I mean, I, I mean, in the last three weeks, I think they've had some kind of snow event or weather event for the last three weeks or the last three out of four weeks. And you know the rev, the, as they say in the music business, the hits just keep on coming. <clears throat> yep, um, there was snow in the Outer Banks of California last week. My my mom lives on one of the very southernmost islands in in uh, on the North Carolina coast, and there not a lot, but there was snow on her yard. There was snow on her roof. So, uh, and to everyone well, on and, the east coast, you, if you're go ahead, see. Yeah, no, I was going to say, and in Asheville, North Carolina, I'm, 
They got 12 inches of snow, almost 13 inches of snow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Southern mountains. It's, it's interesting. I, I'll say that I was born in a blizzard. My folks had a hard time getting their real rear wheel drive Chevy, whatever it was to the hospital. Uh, because, uh, it was so much snow on the road. And then I, and I remember as a kid, big, huge storms in New Jersey, four or five, six feet of, of, uh, of storm. And, uh, and my headphones just went silent. And, uh, <laughs> what happened there is, uh, then it kind of stopped and now it seems like it's starting again. So we're not going to say <clears throat> that the climate is changing folks, but it definitely would appear to be on a, a, a spiral, a cycle, a circuit. And so mm -hmm. if you're on the East Coast, stay warm, stay safe, stay indoors. Uh, those big, heavy, wet <clears throat> nor'easters can be a mess. Yeah. yeah. It, and, you know, it. It here. here's the real deal. Um, we're just looking at the weather more, more constantly, what's going on here in the U.S. But they're having weather events all around. There was a snowstorm in Syria, I think. I see the Syria or Lebanon the other day. That was a pretty unique situation. They got some heavy snow over there as well. And the patterns are changing. Uh, we can call it what we want, but um, the amount of, of, of temperature rise and the amount of melting glaciers and the amount of deforestation and, and all the things that contribute, you know, often we don't look at these things in, in tangent which they are, we look, we focus on one or two things. Um, but it's the, it's the, it's, it's, it's a little bit, it's like when you're making a soup, it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this that makes the soup what it is. Well, we're in this soup of weather change right now and that's, what's making it. it it's all these things, deforestation, carbon emissions, uh, you know, uh, melting glaciers, Improper use of water. I mean, it's a bunch of stuff, and we need to start paying attention. I uh, I hear an educational children's song, "Climate Soup." Yes, <laughs> kind of where we are, really. It's, it's, yeah, I, and again, we're sitting here in Colorado, and yeah, we've had a little snow and a little cold, but not near what is uh, traditional. Let's call it. I don't want to say normal, but traditional. Right. So, right. Uh, Cool. Well, folks, our big story this week is Z and I spent some time this morning taking a little bit deeper of a, a look and a, a, an idea around this thing called the, the United States economy and, and what's sort of going on, or is it, or isn't it? We get it. This can be a very confusing and strange topic. And so I'm going to let Z kick us off and give uh, and help us dive into this just a little bit here this morning. Uh, ministers talking shit about the economy. Let's let's do this. Yeah. So you know, for those of you who are uh, early risers and watch the numbers, I think they came out yesterday, but they're really pumping them today. The uh, GDP, gross domestic product, which is a measure of how much you know we produce in the country in terms of products and services 
that index rose to 6.9% last year. <clears throat> they just gave the last quarter numbers and they gave the yearly numbers. And that number is the highest and it measures jobs and things like that. I obviously, because uh, you can't produce products and services if you don't have people employed. Right. And the number is the highest it's been since Ronald Reagan. That's about three decades. Um, yeah. So people are being employed. We are producing things. Uh, but in the same hand, you got CPI, which is Consumer Price Index, which looks at a, a, a basket of, of, of goods and services, so to speak, of imaginary, not imaginary, but a put together one. And then they look at the price or the cost of that. And that's how you get Consumer Price Index. And that is rate that is like seven percent now, so so we're going to hear and what you're already hearing about inflation. We're producing some goods, but the cost of those goods are rising, ergo inflation, right? And I don't know if any of you remember gas lines uh, back in the eighties or back in the seventies, if you go back that far, when we had inflation and those prices were bad. Yeah, I, I I remember the gas. I remember the gas lines, not and and before the oil embargo. Yeah, even before the oil embargo, we were starting to see increased inflation. I didn't know it at the time. I was a kid. We were just selling soda pops and my dad's beer out of a cooler to the people waiting in line. Back in the seventies, you'd get away with that kind of stuff. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yes, then the oil embargo hit and it got even worse because now there was even less of the supply. And an even greater demand and the inflation increased especially around gasoline even greater so you know folks it's out what it sounds like what it seems this the seeming experience we're going through is we're creating more and that must be a good thing however everything we're creating is also costing us much a bit more yeah yeah join us in the chat box where do you notice this happening where do you see prices uh 7% or better than they were a year ago at this time. Um, well, I, you know, I'll tell you one of my from you know uh, some of you may know I'm a Florida boy uh and there's not much seafood in in Denver at least compared to I mean there's some, some trout some some you know other waters but I I used to buy the 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 king crab or the queen crab from the grocery store here and i used to when they were on sale this was like last year i could get them for on sale for like 10.99 a pound yeah right now on sale they're like 19.99 a pound yeah uh so obviously i'm not buying too many of them you know, those were my go-to on football, on, on the football playoff season. And now we're in playoffs and I can't get no crab, so I'm upset. <laughs> well, you know, what you're talking about is exactly what Linda's joining, chiming in with. Personal experience and economics, uh, economists' explanations of the economy can vary substantially, yes. yes. Um, our experience, uh, and this will happen in many aspects of our lives, right, folks? Our experience in comparison to, quote, the expert's perspective or what the experts tell us we should be experiencing or what's going to happen um, 
isn't always exactly aligned, isn't always exactly the same. Um, so again, chime in, let us know. If you're watching this on a replay at another time, chime in, let us know uh, what you're thinking and, uh, and how this is affecting your life. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and we'll respond even at, at a later date. If you'd like to talk to us directly through email, you're welcome to send an email, ministertalk at npmedia.org. Both Z and I will see that and get back to you on that channel as well. So, <clears throat> and so what do you see, Z? Where is this point in this? Where's, what's the, what's the out, what's the prescription then? The, well, you know, it, it's, uh, I, I'm, I'm not an economist, but I kind of keep my eye on it, finger on it. I dabble a little bit here and there. And you know the other the other thing is the stock market has has dropped uh, very well. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave a lot of heads room in there um, in the past week. And you know I I'm I'm just thinking of one stock uh, in the last 52 week uh, AMD the, the the chip stock. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, 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 the high for the last 52 weeks was $165 a share. The other day it closed at like 111. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's happened across the board, a lot of tech stops, whereas you would think a lot of chip stocks, because we have a shortage on chips, right? You, you may have heard that recently. You can't get cars. You can't get refrigerators, you know, uh, all products that have chips in it, phones, because we don't make enough chips in this country and they got to import them. But those prices are going down uh, of the companies that we do have here. So, so there are, and as Linda was indicating in the economy, there's all these levers that get pulled to try to keep the boat afloat. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 we are going to have to begin to look at our consumerism. I mean, let's just be real about it. Because again, that's contributing to the change in weather patterns. You know, people buy shoes now, keep them three months and get rid of them because they're not in style anymore. Right. Uh, you know, we have a we have a throwaway consumer society, and all that stuff has to go somewhere. It goes into landfills and things like that. So that's a side note, but 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 it goes back to the economy that we have to begin to find, I believe, in terms of how much we're producing. Is it overproducing or, or, or the numbers look good because we can say unemployment up, but we're producing a lot of goods that that may not be used or or, or not used properly. Uh, yeah. And it becomes it becomes a true Wizard of Oz story. Who's behind the curtain? <laughs> who's behind the curtain and uh no we're not going back to black and white sorry um, <laughs> but um, but you know this is you bring up another good point of it <clears throat> you hear us on this show all the time folks talk about this interconnectedness this wholeness this systemic oneness that we're living in so anytime we start to pull apart a thread like this it leads to another thread and Z, you're talking about uh, fast fashion and the way that fast fashion is, is really creating some serious problems because 
these these companies not only do they produce too much for what we need here in America or other developed let's say developed countries, yep. but they overproduce to the point where the excess gets dumped on in, underdeveloped countries. Right. And so you see these underdeveloped countries um, awash in cheap t-shirts that fall apart mm -hmm. and cheap shoes that, uh, you know, you mentioned people throw them away after three months. Yes. And I can't tell you how many kids shoes I've bought that fell apart after three months mm -hmm. uh, or even adult shoes. Bought a pair of what I thought would be a pretty good pair, a pretty good solid set of hiking boots for the winter uh, back in September. And they're already breaking down. Right. It's January. And that's not adverse wear. That's not me throwing them, you know, beating them up and running them over. That's just shoddy quality. And so everywhere we look, we're going to pull these little strings. And I think our job as spiritual individuals, as spiritual people on this planet, is to take a much deeper look at where, what and when and how we do consume. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and 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 that's you know, you can look at every producing industry, food industry. Let's just take that as an example. I'm sure everybody, how much food is being thrown away? I just saw, you know, every year CNN does this uh, uh, local heroes or or or, or I forget the exact title, but they they honor people who um. Who do, do does heroic things, if you will, in their community? And there was one, there were a couple people actually, who one lady was at a restaurant, uh, and they were throwing some food away, and she's like, "What you gonna do with that?" Thought they said, "Why don't we give it to the owner?" They said, "No, we can't do that." Uh, and she called. They said, "Well, if you want to do that, you got to call the owner." So it's called the owner, talk with him, and they came up with an arrangement, and he had like four or five restaurants. And they made an arrangement of all that excess food that, you know, it was good food, wasn't something that somebody ate and whatever. Right. Uh, but was able to arrange for it to go to homeless centers and, and places that needed food because normally that stuff gets thrown away. And there's tons of food that's edible, that's good, that's, that does not have the, the uh, potential of contamination and it gets thrown away. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's amazing how and there is change right? that is oh, that's, an that's indication of, of the change that's happening <clears throat> uh we my wife and i were in the restaurant industry uh on many years back <laughs> 20 years ago <clears throat> and we would run into the same thing we'd have a catering event we'd have all this food left over and normally we'd look at the you know who threw the event and say do you want the food we'll box it up if you paid for it you purchased it it's your food what do you want us to do with it and more and back then every so often somebody would say let's get that to the homeless folk okay but the homeless shelter couldn't accept it right and we would literally have to walk around in the street with boxes of food try to find the homeless to give them the food rather than being able to give the food to the people that we knew um, now again those things are changing and that's the power of our own actions linda's in the chat box uh, sharing that while her and her husband like certain products, bacon, orange juice, other things like that, um, they're consuming less of them right now because of this price increase and yeah. because of the cost increase. It doesn't mean they're giving them up. None of us say you have to give up anything, 
but we do have to make those conscious decisions to say, I might not purchase as much as I did, not because of the price, not, not because right. I don't have enough, but because I want to put a little pressure on the system to, to alleviate this, to not keep driving this. If we keep paying increased prices on our basic consumer goods, the prices are going to keep going up. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, in my mind, by definition, healthy economies and economics is about balance. That all of these numbers that they read out, uh, you know, the, the deficit and CPI and, and, and GDP and, and that whole alphabet soup is about how do we find a balance that's sustainable where uh, we do a little to it and fro it in price, we do a little to it and pour it in supply, and there's a gradual uptick or downtick to support all the things that need to be, you know, uh, provided to have a successful life, right? Housing, clothing, jobs, uh, you know, a little money, a little excess money for for a few uh, luxuries, if you will. Um, and that's where the challenge, and, and it starts really in the individual homes about understanding, in my mind anyway, understanding the purchase habits of the family, uh, the 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 how much are we buying into the to the consumer to consumer meal i mean you sales i mean I, when i think about all of the advertisement online or tv and it, it's it becomes overwhelming sometimes and i know yep. people need their jobs got to make money because i need my job and i need to make money too but there's, there's got to be a balance where we don't get bombarded right and And I want to see it. I would like to see a, <clears throat> an advertising environment where, yeah, it's a, I mean, I, I get it. You got to make your product look good, um, mm -hmm. but we don't have to exaggerate and we don't have to put others down and we don't have to make other products wrong and we don't have to, and it doesn't have to be this. <clears throat> I really do believe there's more than enough for everybody. Yeah. And that it, and if you're not making enough money on your laundry detergent, then maybe look at another industry. <laughs> maybe there's enough laundry detergent companies out there making more than enough laundry detergent for the whole planet. Uh, I'm not talking socialism, but I am talking oneness. Right. And how do we find these ways to 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 promote that? That's the important part. And you know, we didn't talk about this in, in this economy session, if you will, but there was a there was a story that came out, oh, I don't know, maybe four or five days ago, and they were talking about the most, I don't know, the nine, maybe twelve richest people in the world make more than like ninety something percent of the world combined. Um speaking to this whole thing about, you know, you think about those people, what if, if, if what do they got their hands in? And there's been there was actually a story about uh, uh, this. I forget where the young lady was, PhD. I forget the college, but she was looking at, you know, how do, can, should we start looking at limiting how much money one person can have? Yeah. Interestingly enough, I didn't dig in deep enough, 
But there is a bill in Congress right now that I understand that will make it um, illegal for legislators, representatives and senators to trade on the stock market. Whoa. And I didn't know this. There's actually TikTokers that are that have turned Nancy Pelosi into a market analyst and they're just mimicking her trades. I don't know how they figured out exactly who she Right, but they're mimicking what Nancy Pelosi's doing. I don't think she's like she's not endorsing it. She's not promoting it. She's not trying to do it. But the point being, our legislators have gotten so wrapped up in making so much money. I mean, let's be honest. They make two hundred fifty thousand a year just by doing what they do. <laughs> That's that would be good enough for most people on the planet would do pretty damn well at two fifty a year, and they're yeah. making all kinds of other endorsement deals and and sweet lobby deals. Why do they need to be monkeying with the stock market too? And I think they're starting to realize that it doesn't look so good, so they're going to stop doing it. Yeah, it, it's it's you know, it, and and it's a slippery slope, right? Um, because. If I make some money and I decide to put my money in a product or a service or go buy crab legs, um, that's my prerogative. But if right. that if 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 that hinges on some inside information or some privileged information, we let's not say inside, we're not gonna accuse anybody of any crimes. Um, but but you 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 begin to to wonder, you know, you have some access to information that others don't have. You take advantage, which okay, I get it. But when that begins to set you up for other people to take advantage of it, or it begins to exclude other people, I mean, it's you know, again, it's that balance. And and because what we're doing here, we're selling a product, right, or service or information in that. Our, one, our primary goal or one of our primary goals is to get our audience to look at life in a spiritual, interrelated, connected way so that all boats rise with the rising tide. Right. Yep. And right now, so we're all are rising. <laughs> so we get to recreate our own economy. Yes. <laughs> and you folks could be a part of it. And here's how we do that. Z gives us the greatest segues each and every week. We want to take just a quick moment to say thank you to those of you that are making this economy work, that are making this ministry possible. That is our financial donors, our organizational contributors, and our individual donors and contributors like yourself. Please help us take a moment to say thank you to everybody that makes this possible. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Denver for your continued support. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta for your monthly contribution. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living North Jersey for your monthly contribution. And please help us welcome OM Center for Spiritual Living in La Mesa, California. Thank you for your monthly donation. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Seattle for your most generous donation.
thanks to Hecklin Foundation for your generous technology grant. And Suze Ajit, thank you for your very generous donation. And a big shout out to all our committed donors. If you'd like to get involved and be a part of our financial economy, our, our prospering spiritual economy here, please head on over to the website, ntmedia.org, click on the donate button and uh, make it a monthly donation. We'll get your name and or organization on the thank you video as well. All right, Z, before we run out of time here, last final thoughts for the day. Well, since we're talking about the economy and we're still in January, so we can still talk about uh, New Year's goals. Uh, I would say, hey, let's all go out and uh, evaluate our budgets and look at our spending and and figure out where we are on that GDP and CPI number uh, in our own individual lives and and uh, figure out how we can make it better. Yeah, I agree. Bring it into alignment. And, uh, and it's tax season. So uh, please do remember that if uh, if you are a financial contributor to New Thought Media Network, you will be seeing your contribution letters uh, in just a few days. We're almost done, wrapped up, getting ready to send those out. All right. I'm Rev Z. I'm uh, no, you're Rev Z. Um, <laughs> I'm Rev Frizz. We're a couple of ministers talking shit. We're going to get out of here for now. We'll see you again next week. Till then. Peace. Peace. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.